0: Peace and blessings, everybody. Um, you're listening to the Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the Good Brother. I am the original black man. I am Reek. And before I get into the show, uh, I wanted to first just give thanks to everybody that's been showing me admiration and just showing me just overall just love, man, for the show. Everybody that's been retweeting it. Everybody that's been putting it in their IG story, telling their friends about it. Uh, even c- creating email chains. Um, I'm sorry. I just got into a loss of words, man, because I never really saw myself really doing this on a solo level, and the fact that everybody seems to be gravitating towards it really means a lot. Uh, secondarily, uh, you guys voiced that there has been some volume issues as far as the listening experience is concerned, and I'm here to tell you that you just gotta deal with that shit because I don't know how to fix it. Uh, hopefully this episode's louder, but if it's not louder, then um you just have to wait until next week and they when I figure that shit out. But the content's coming nonetheless. So with that being said, um, I want to bounce back to 1.1 plus where I was telling you guys about my life. And I just want to segue into what I'm going to be speaking about on this particular episode on 2.1. Uh, and it's it could be dichotomous if you look at it that way or i could be expressing or uh, verbally illustrating a duality of sorts so i'm going to give you two stories both of which are non-fictional and i will give you the primary point to why i'm telling you these two stories and then we'll proceed with the rest of the episode the first story is how i lost my virginity uh it was 2005 and for those of you guys that were teenagers adults uh pussy was at an all-time high if you looked on the nasdaq charts uh the pussy stock was astronomical and i'm more than certain that you could have sold high as far as pussy is concerned uh, myspace was at its infancy uh black planet i believe was starting to die out but you still had some vibes uh aim was popping uh and it, it's, it's actually a pretty cool thing to where everybody to some regard had social media, but there was still a little bit of anonymity. I remember at this point in time where niggas was u- utilizing uh, walkie talkies. So even with MySpace, uh, you still could operate under a veil of secrecy to say. And bitches didn't really know who you were until they met you. Now, why am I bringing this up? So the year is 2005 and Tariq is a virgin. And it was time for that shit to be over in 2004 i received fellatio a few times uh in a bathroom uh i told you guys that in 1.1 plus and if it wasn't in the bathroom it was in the staircase or just various parts of the school i was staying uh in the school for after school programs and then i would summon said woman and then she would proceed to put my penis within her jawbone and i enjoyed it so fast forward to 2005 i'm Still have braids. So I'm still playing basketball. I'm still figuring life out. I'm wearing 3X t shirts. And everybody seemingly is having sex except for me. And it was time for that shit to come to an end. I'm in 10th grade. So I already finished my freshman year without getting any vagina. And this shit was unsatisfactory, especially amongst my friends. So we put together uh, a strategy, if you will. And a part of the stratagem was for my homies to bag some women that went to a neighboring high school, a town called Brentwood, for those of y'all that are familiar with Long Island. And uh, what they would do and what I would do with them, because I'm also a creep, is we would go there and we would type in Brentwood High School and then we would add all the women we could find that were black. Because, you know, I've always been true since day one uh, on my space. So we go to Brentwood High School, Bayshore High School, whatever, and just start adding people. We got some luck, and my man had um, Boost Mobile. So Mm -hmm. what we was doing was once we caught the the science or whatever, we was um, walkie-talking bitches and giving them what we perceived to be as good game. Uh, My two associates were two years older than me, uh, still my friends to this day. Like, not like when we see each other, it's all good. I'm talking about like my actual legitimate day one, speak to these niggas all the time mainstays in my life type friends but i won't reveal their name because my podcast hasn't really exploded yet so you can still like find these people if i say their name but just for the sake of story let's say their name was matt and brian so brian had the walkie-talkie and we was talking to these bitches from brentwood all the time know what i'm saying and i didn't want them to know my real name because i was flagrantly lying about me not being a virgin so i was like hey if shit hits the fan they'll think a nigga dave was a liar and then i'll go away scot-free so we head over there well i'm sorry I'm, i'm skipping a part let's revert back matt and brian go over to brentwood to meet with these two bitches and uh to great success uh one of the bitches had the cool parents so they will go into one of the women's uh basement you know what i mean have a little hot chocolate speak about political science or whatever the fuck you talk about when you're 15 to 17 years old and then start doing the do and um i got the report back that, that shit was some fi but she wasn't necessarily attractive but she was a whore and she was very willing and forthcoming with the vagina that in which raised my interest to get my ass to Brentwood so after my niggas uh test de- test uh sorry about that after they tested the vagina uh and told me that the vagina was excellent i was like all right my virgin ass needs parts. So Matt, his father, brought all three of us over there. Now, Brian already touched the vagina that I got. And Matt was putting in vicious work on the homegirl. Now, Matt is a serial monogamist. So as soon as he met a girl that he deemed attractive to gave him a vagina, he automatically uh, put a plan together to wife it. But I'll tell you that story another time. So, we go over there, and it's the two women, uh, both of which gave Matt and Bryant a vagina, and then there was a third woman, because we already set it up for the three-on-three vibe, shout out to Ice-T. No, Ice-Cube, Ice-Cube, Ice-Cube. Ice-T is the man that expressed hatred for police officers and then became one for 30 years. I'm talking about Ice-T. Ice-Cube is the person that has the big three. Anyhow, so we set setting up this three-on-three three shit, and- it's actually working to perfection. The girl found me attractive. So she totally excused the fact that she already gave, um, which one I'm trying to think of as far as my analogy is concerned, which one would be Matt, which one would be Brian. Yes. So she gave the pussy to Brian. And now she was going to give the pussy to me. Now I'm under this alias of Dave because I know I'm about to perform very poorly as far as sex is concerned. And and the humiliation wouldn't allow me to tell her uh, my real name. So, we're going on throughout the night, whatever, and uh, Matt's still locking in with his shorty, and um, Matt can't hold water for nothing. So, all throughout the time, he's like, yo, Reek, yo, Tariq, yo, Tariq, yo, Tariq, kind I keep looking at this nigga like, yo, bro, I'm trying not to answer him, but this nigga's like adamant about saying my name the whole fucking night. So, you see, like, the bitch's eyebrow raise and, and, and sniffle and chuckle to one another and hee-haw to one another because, I guess, our plan was foiled, but with my goddamn devilish charm, I found a way to maneuver. We're already eight minutes in, and I'm nowhere near the end of my story, and I don't care because this is my show. Anyhow, doing what we got to do, and the third girl that was talking to Brian uh, wasn't necessarily interested in Brian because the girl that was interested in Brian was not going to give some pussy to me because she was a whore, and I appreciated that so i'm upstairs in the kitchen and we got some one-on-one shit happening and she was very 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 like frank about what she wanted to do with me she's like oh you're so cute you're so handsome this and that i love braids i had corners at the time so like, you're, you're an athletic build you're you're tall i was i was about the same i am now i was i think i was six foot when i was 15 before i grew like the extra two inches so she was like oh you're tall and you're muscular i wasn't muscular the bitch was gassing me but it's all good though i needed gas before the sex pre-gas sex is the best gas you can ever get anywho we're upstairs in the kitchen she's like yo i'm gonna do this and this is that blah and she was like yo just real quick like are uh are you a virgin I was like hell no she was like "All right, cool because i don't have sex with virgins i don't want any virgin penis anywhere near me and i was like i don't got no goddamn virgin penis fuck fuck i look like i look like a virgin to you meanwhile my heart is racing a mile a minute and she's sitting on my lap but i'm still trying to maintain some composure because i knew how the night was going to end fast forward we're going into the girl who owned the home, we're going into her room. Uh, Brian is holding it down with Shorty outside, and now it's me and Matt. Me and Matt's in the room, and Matt knows I'm a virgin because this nigga's been my friend since I was, like, three years old. So as he's doing what he's doing, he's making sure he looks at me because he wants to see my first time because Matt's a fucking jokester. So um, this nigga keeps peeking at me, and you can hear him laughing throughout the night. So um, the girl that Matt was with was like, so, freak, who's Dave? And we all had a laugh and I'm embarrassed, but I'm like, embarrass me it won't stop this penis from getting hard. Because virginity is getting lost today, right in this room, right on this floor. So I lay down with this lovely young lady and we're watching enough. Another uh, Jennifer Lopez movie. And everybody's whatever whatever, like, God damn, like, shirt is really getting fucked up in this movie. So we're watching or whatever, and then she did some shit that you would think is like in the movie. Uh but before she did that. She was laying on my lap and now was making my penis jump. And she was like, Oh, okay, I see that. Somebody's excited to see me. I was like, Bitch, I ain't excited to see you. I'm excited to lose what needs to be lost so I can achieve great manhood because you're not a real man unless you touch some vagina. At least that's what I thought in 2005 when vagina was soaring at an all time rate as far as NASDAQ is concerned. And she's, Oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to get to the stuff that never happened to me before. So, laying making my penis jump uh she seems to like the jumping of my penis and then she says all right guys well i'm starting to get a little tired she's oh she fake yawns stretches her arm out and cuts the tv off when she does that her other friend got up off the bed and turned the radio on uh i'm still in love uh the sean paul song i'm still in love with you boy yeah, that shit was playing. And I was like, this song is fitting. Only because um, this song is incredible. I like the fact that you hear like a real woman's voice as far as the background is concerned because that's really setting up the mood. And if I'm going to do anything else, I should, I think I should lose my virginity to a Sean Paul song. I mean, I think he was a very big piece of my childhood as far as dancing is concerned and going to parties and bagging women or whatever have you. So who better to have in the background than Sean Paul? so we're on the floor matt and uh his shorty is on the bed and um it's go time she starts kissing me and shit like that whatever i'm kissing her back this isn't that and i reach another problem i've never put a condom on before so i had the condom and i put condoms on like this to this day take it on roll it and i roll it on ever so gracefully uh, the gracefully part is important. I rolled on. I'm like a hey, high cool I'm in the game. I'm on top of her. But then I'm facing another problem. I didn't know how to find the hole. So uh, as a mad genius as I am, I was like, yo, you should get on top. Now, getting rid by a 15-year-old girl. I was also 15, so please get your mind out the gutter. She uh, started riding, And I'm like, all right, it's been achieved. I'm getting a vagina right now. So I'm getting vagina, whatever, whatever, whatever. She's like, all right, you get on top. So I'm like, all right, cool. So when she got up, (laughs) on some awkward shit, I kept my finger where the vagina was, and uh, I got on top of her, and then I proceeded to give the worst sexual performance in sex history. Uh, Yeah, my my fucking strokes is terrible. Incredibly terrible. Like God, awful. So awful that uh, Matt and his shorty stopped what they was doing to come watch me uh, showcase this horrific performance. Uh, yeah, it was flagrantly evident that um that I never had a vagina before, and we all laughed about it. And she was like, "Yeah, you said you wasn't a virgin." It's like, "Yeah, I lied, but the deed is done," and uh, it was very consensual. And yeah, she basically took charge. And one, making me feel incredibly comfortable. Uh, two, uh, showcasing that she wanted to give me a vagina throughout the night three having flavoring cigar to someone that she just had sex with a few days ago and she was someone that was the aggressor of everything i can't even lie to you she definitely set the mood she did all that shit now before i get to this next story uh we're about 14 minutes in uh water do you want to check your phone now i don't like when you guys are texting or doing some other shit while you're supposed to be listening to me i have you ass. i have your ass for half an hour all right you can give me half an hour of your time without me just using me as background music but if you're going to uh at least give me some type of attention for the break period of the show because i have an ad and i'm gonna read this right here right now and i'm not gonna edit nothing because i'm the fucking original this episode of the good brother experience is brought to you by the good folks at soul deep socks Soul Deep Socks is the new gold standard of luxury footwear. When it comes to fashion, too many people underestimate the importance of their socks. Your stride should tell a story when you walk. This is where the Soul Deep Socks comes in. I personally like the Picasso and Navy Flamingo pieces, but there's over two dozen styles to choose from. In fact, if you sign up for their monthly Soul Club, you'll get two fresh pairs of socks sent to your doorstep every month to show appreciation for listening to the good brother experience all listeners get 10 percent off their next order just use promo code tgbe at checkout that's right tgbe at checkout you guys use the promo code i figure get some bread off of this come on y'all hold me down anywho that's old deep socks where our unique artistry and quality socks meet now Now that your break is over, did you get your water, your juice, your fellatio, your candy, whatever the fuck you just got? And I just went through my first ad read without stuttering, so shout out to me. And now I can go into the second portion of the show where I give you my next story and then I'll round it all up with uh, why I'm telling you these stories in particular. So I'm at a party not too long ago, an African party, and I'm having a good time. I have some drinks flowing. I saw some homies there. Mouse was hosting. Shout out to Mouse and i'm doing what i gotta do and i'm saying i'm feeling groovy in the spot i do i do need to see some uh youtube tutorials to get my afro beat moves up know what i'm saying if i'm gonna be rhythmic i gotta be rhythmic uh accordance to, i have to be rhythmic in accordance to the songs that are playing so some reggae is going i think i, I can confidently dance with some reggae some hip-hop is on i, I got my two-step i got my head not going on the old school shit comes through i ain't move my body rhythmically to some old school the Afrobeats, I got to fucking make a change. Anywho, I'm doing what I gotta do, I'm having some drinks. The women are adoring my fantastic face because I am handsome, you better not get that shit twisted. And it's time for me to utilize the lavatory. So as I meander through the party to uh, utilize the facilities, I feel a very soft graze on my forearm. So I look over and it's a lovely young lady that did this to get my attention. So, because I have a podcast now, I was like, "You know, let's see where this goes." At this point in time, I was texting, and I put my phone in my pocket. I looked directly at her, I didn't even try to do no timid nonsense, and I stood there and looked at her because she just grabbed me, and I opened my hands up as although to metaphorically open myself up to conversation, open up my hands, I smiled, and she sat there very bashful and in usual cases, that would be my opportunity to walk over there and introduce myself and with charm and wit, hopefully get her number and then possibly acquire the kitten at a later date. But I said, nah, fuck that. I want to see what she's going to do. So I sit there, I put my phone in my pocket, I looked directly at her, I smiled, opened up my hands, and nothing. She just sat there, bashful, and just looked at me, look at her. So I walked away, went to the fucking bathroom, like, i right, you fucking weird old bitch, I'm out of here. And later on at the night, at the party, uh, I saw that very same weird old bitch hand in hand with a man about to go argue with him outside. So I don't know what that was all about, but she did not seize the opportunity and she was not the aggressor. Now, one story was longer than the other, because I just told you about me losing my virginity and just a small instance of me being at a party. But. There's something that's plaguing us and that's women not being the aggressors or women uh not shooting their shot or not going after what they will like. And due to the fact that I have a platform as opposed to verbalizing the problem, I'm someone that's solution oriented and things need to change. Now I'm not gonna say that there aren't women that will message you first, so there will there are women that will come approach you after grabbing your arm ever so gently. And there are women that when you go into their crib, they'll sit on your lap and tell you all the dirty things that they would like to do to you. But it's not enough. There's not a lot of women that are seizing the day. And these are things that we can't continue to have in our community. You know what I'm saying? Women are bold. Women are brash. Women are brilliant. Women are pretty. And them being the chaste and not the chasers has to come to an end. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I'm going to do because I'm someone that specializes in results uh i'm going to do 2.2 after this 2.3 is going to be on wednesday when i when i'm answering emails but i'm going to do another one because it's my show and i can do it whatever the fuck i want i need the women i need the men that are listening to the show right now to do something for me I need you to email me goodbrotherexperience@yahoo.com. women i would like for you to email me things that you do to approach guys or to get a guy's attention that you're particularly interested in the fellas i would like for you to email me stories of women that have shot their shot at you and how it worked out and what happened after that and i mean like what was her technique what did she do what did she say what was the icebreaker i need to hear these stories now i only need about eight emails so i'm not asking for a lot um from what i'm seeing here a thousand people have listened to all four of my episodes so i the 1,000 of you guys. I just need you to email me. Email me this particular thing, and I'm going to make it uh, another episode on Thursday. Amita's reading what the men have experienced as far as women shooting their shot and how women go about shooting their shot. On the, uh, th- the subject line, I need you to say, shoot your shot. That needs to be uh, the subject so I can chronicle what kind of email i'm getting if it's going to be the wednesday portion or the thursday portion so the subject is shooting your shot good brother experience at yahoo.com and i'm going to read some shit off and i'm going to see what the fuck is popping i mean because this has gone on long enough you know i'm saying i'm seeing all of these women rappers that are doing stuff that has never been done before i'm seeing so many of them capitalize on being sexually liberated I mean, now there's been explosions of female hip-hop before but not quite like this um, probably because there's more channels for women to showcase their creativity, but when you have Saweetie and when you have Lizzo and when you have uh City girls and when you have uh Meg the stallion and a host of others, cardi B that are verbalizing what they do to men and how they're man eaters and what niggas can do for them and how niggas should do it for them i just need to see liberation on the other side i I just need to see some execution about how they go about acquiring these men you know what i mean and um i think that's gonna be pretty cool man i want to see what's going on with you guys as far as how y'all getting approached and uh, who's doing the approaching who's putting their money where their mouth is you know what i mean now where are we at right now we're about 22 minutes in and i still got more to say and um let's let's go with how my weekend was friday i was chilling and then i went to a game night uh shout out to cups and Combos; that game night was incredible uh saturday my man's brother uh orchestrated this rum tasting to where we brought different rums from different countries and then rated which ones was good and which one was bad and uh we tried to guess where the rums are from after which we went to queens to another party uh sunday which was yesterday because i'm literally recording this right now five thirty eight p.m on monday uh yesterday i was chilling and then i went to my man kyle's uh shout out to at mr 516 he had a little get together at his spot and then there was another woman by the name of Rana. shout out to her i don't know your at name off the top of my head because i would shout you out too and she had a rooftop party as well so i was just bouncing back and forth and the one thing i'm starting to realize is the shift in how people would like to have fun and just behaviorally what's actually going on at these parties and at these functions because when i'm going to parties and i've been to a lot of them this summer it looks as though people are more apt to have conversations as opposed to actually party uh you see men talking to one another you see women talking about to one another there's a lot of group talk as far as like women just saying like probably misquoting lyrics and shit like that and um oh i'm sorry and last thursday shout out to just latasha uh she had a karaoke joint that i went to and that was pretty dope too i like seeing people that i fuck with especially in the space that i'm in they actually enjoyable to be around because a lot of you niggas is whack anyhow back to what i was saying Conversational things, so when you're at parties, right? nobody's really interested in dancing. Dancing is like an afterthought of parties. It's more so everybody's getting together where whether it's at a game night, whether it's at a karaoke night or an actual party uh people are just sitting around and just talking to one another and i want I'm very curious if that's because of how we receive information, what we're doing to be entertained um, There was more of a release earlier in our lives in the 2000s in the 1990s because everything wasn't so tangible we couldn't just replay things whenever we wanted to we didn't have all these outlets feeding us information so it's kind of like our minds are always working whereas back then you had to retain memories and your release was dancing your release was doing what you had to do and actually just being in the moment and just vibing and grooving whatever have you not a lot of vibing and grooving these days man some of you guys are but a lot of y'all and y'all me as well just sitting around playing the cool drinking and talking and i'm very curious to see where partying is going to go within the next 10 years where it's not going to be so much so parties it's going to be more it's going to be it's going to feel like conventions i feel like that's where partying is heading uh i even threw a party myself and it's actually funny so we got the spot and there was a the backyard portion and Throughout the majority of the party, everybody just played the back. We provided good music. The DJs were incredible. Uh, we had free Jack... Well, not free Jack Daniels. But we had unlimited Jack Daniels, so you can get saucy. Uh, we we had dance floor. Uh, there was nothing but space. And everybody, for the most part, just wanted to sit back and talk. Uh, when I was at that African party, a lot of people were just sitting around talking. When I was at that party in Queens on Saturday after I left my man's rum tasting, uh, everybody was sitting there and talking uh even at the cups and convos game night there's a dance floor portion but everybody wasn't even playing games Was just sitting and talking talking is coming back now i want to just correlate that to other things i've been hearing as far as like what people are doing on an intercommunicative level level pardon me uh they're like yo with social media and with the internet uh having a conversation with people are getting lost And actually being interesting and being able to stay on topic and to maintain one's attention while you're just being yourself is actually a lost art because people can be enamored with you prior to even meeting you without you even being famous. So that portion of you being interesting to someone that's a complete stranger is starting to fade a little bit. But at the same time, I'm going to these parties everybody's doing nothing but talking to one another so i feel like there needs to be a paradigm shift as far as what, what we perceive to be a good time what we perceive to be a bad time because even me i'm like man fuck this shit man this shit is some garbage like everybody just wants to come through and party but nobody wants to dance i think if i shifted my mind to how many people did i talk to today who's live who's live who's life did i vicariously live through today who did i find interesting today who actually had like a nice smile today you know what i mean and i think if i started to rewire my thinking that talking to people is fun as opposed to just dancing with them then maybe i'll start having a better time with these parties another thing about me i don't know if you guys struggle with this but i'm a Close man now you probably wouldn't think so because i do a fucking one-man podcast but times in a party i'll just sit there for long periods of time and just won't say anything to anyone i won't try to dance and i'll be like the shady weird nigga in the corner for mad long or just the quiet guy and i want to shake out of that i want to do the fact that i'm forecasting that uh where parties are actually headed i want to get on top of it by getting my conversation shit together you know i mean now if this was in ancient times i'll be referred to as a soothsayer a soothsayer is someone that can predict the future and what i'm saying on this podcast is dancing is dying everybody not dance moves not being rhythmic not feeling the groove but going to parties knowing that you're going to dance with a whole lot of niggas or a whole lot of niggas about to dance with a whole lot of women or a whole lot of niggas about to dance with niggas or women on women or whatever the fuck you want to do because i gotta be politically correct because i i'm on apple now that shit is starting to fade. I was jumping out to the forefront is how interesting you are and your parents how well can you dress uh on how do you take care of yourself subtle cues about yourself idiosyncrasies if you will and if everybody starts to reshape their brain with talking to people and maybe dancing with them afterwards as opposed to dancing with people and then talking afterwards i feel like the party experience is going to become greater so i'm going to try to uh spin the wheel a little bit and I'm gonna try to implement this into uh Jack in the Box. We're gonna do that shit again in November. If you missed it or if you're new to me, I do throw parties as well. And uh my next party I would like for you to be there. And uh there's gonna be Jack Daniels It's gonna be cost efficient for everybody. Uh if there is no dancing then cool. But I believe if what I implement can be implemented correctly, I believe everybody's gonna have a good time. So we're uh, starting to get to the half an hour mark. That's going to be two point one of the podcast. And there's something I do want to end with because I I can't stress this enough. If you're listening to me on the podcast app, or if you listen to me on another podcast app, that there's there's a there's a podcast called the Officially Street Podcast, and two of the three hosts, his name is Jay, and her name is Cherry. And they said that they listen to me on Podcoin. Them niggas are weird. But the reason why I bring that up is because if you do have an iPhone and you're listening to me on the podcast app, or if you have the podcast app on your phone, I need you to rate. And I need you to, if you don't want to subscribe, that's cool because you listen to me on something else. But I need you to rate me and I need you to leave a review. And here's why if I can showcase engagement, not just viewership, I mean numbers can be altered whatever there's all kind of algorithms that you can do to increase viewership or at least give the appeal that more people listen to you than they actually are you can fake engagement so like I just said earlier I'm, I'm getting about a thousand listens right now per episode so if it's like hey when advertisers come and approach me I'm like hey we would like to do this isn't that what it was your viewership like I'm like well the viewership is steadily growing as my brand increases. But look at the engagement, look at the amount of people that are leaving reviews, man. I have these people, people listen to me. I ask them to rate and review and they're actually doing so. If you don't know what I'm talking about go to the purple app with the podcast, whatever whatever emblem that shit is. You go underneath all the episodes that are available and you're gonna see stars that are blank. You click the fifth star because I'm a five star nigger and if I can do so I'm looking to get a thousand reviews in six months. If I can do so, I can showcase to advertisers how profitable I could be. So even if uh, I do do some commercials and none of y'all buy it, they're gonna pay me to find out. And that is the lit part, you know what I mean? I'm trying to get a thousand reviews, so not only can I start garnering some money off this show, but uh i can be suggested to other people if at the bottom when you go all the way down you're going to see other podcasts that are going to be suggested to you the more reviews i get um the more I can be suggested to more people that might be interested in what you're interested in. And the more interest that I garner, I can start to be rated. And higher I'm rated, the more Lydia I get. And then you can see a nigga that went from recording a podcast in his room to being a fucking mainstay in podcast history. So help me make history, everybody. I need you to rate me. I need you to leave a review if you uh, so choose to do so. And just help me out, man. I mean, that's all I need. That's literally all I need you to do. You don't gotta give me no chicken. I'm not asking you to do nothing else. I'm not asking you to do my laundry just leave leave the good brother experience a review hopefully this episode will be louder because i did try to do something to make my vocals a little higher so if it's too high this week then let me know and i'll try to get it fixed and i want to thank you guys so much for listening to me uh 2.2 is gonna be right after this so um i'll holla at y'all on the next segment y'all holla